Hi, everyone. You are listening to Good Shepherd Weekly. My name is Beth Young. I am a member here at Good Shepherd, and today I wanted to talk about the discouragement of Elijah. So Elijah was a prophet of God in a dark season of Israel's history, where to be a prophet of God was essentially a death sentence. The country had abandoned the Lord for the worship of Baal, which was a false pagan god from the surrounding nations. And the queen of Israel, Jezebel, was hunting down the prophets of the one true God and killing them until they were almost wiped out entirely. Enter Elijah. Elijah's ministry was marked with boldness and radical obedience as he followed the Lord. He saw miracle after miracle, powerfully demonstrating the victory of God over the idols of men. But that's not the part of the story I want to look at today. I want to look at 1 Kings chapter 19, starting with verse 1. It says, Ahab, which was the king of Israel, told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets, meaning the prophets of Baal, with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So may the gods do to me and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Then Elijah was afraid, and he arose and ran for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a broom tree, And he asked that he might die, saying, It is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. And he lay down and slept under a broom tree. After all the victories, after all the miracles, after all the powerful encounters with the living God, Elijah finds himself in the wilderness alone. He hasn't changed the minds of the leadership. In fact, they're even more angry than they were to begin with. All of his prophecy to the nation seems like it has done nothing. He even says, I am no better than my father's, showing this this sense of ineffectiveness. This powerful man of God is so discouraged, so depressed, feeling so inferior and ineffective and lonely that he is ready to die. But look how the Lord responds, starting in the second half of verse 5. It says, Behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was at his head a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. And he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came a second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, for the journey is too great for you. And he arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights to Horeb, the mountain of God. The Lord doesn't give Elijah answers. He doesn't rebuke him for his discouragement either. What he does is he meets Elijah in his wilderness. He touches him in his loneliness. 
He nourishes him in his depression. He lets him rest and he prepares him for the journey ahead. Some of you are in a season like that. You're tired, you're isolated, you wonder if anything you've done for the Lord has even made a difference. But I just want to encourage you that the Lord has room for you even when the world doesn't. He has grace for you when you feel no better than your father's. He will let you rest and you will feel his touch and he will make you strong again as he leads you to his mountain because your story does not end in the wilderness. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you that you are the God of the wilderness just as much as you are the God of the mountain. We thank you for your patience with us when we can't see past our own seasons of defeat and discouragement. And we thank you that we can trust you, that you won't leave us there. We surrender our lives to you, not just in the moments of high performance, but in the moments of grief and weariness and doubt. When we make our bed in the depths, you are there also. I pray specifically for those dealing with depression and spiritual exhaustion, that in their aloneness, in their struggle, they would feel the touch of your presence and they would find comfort and peace in knowing that you sit with them in the wilderness and you will strengthen them with your Holy Spirit when the time comes for the next journey. Thank you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.